Hi, we here at the Markham Harmonica Party would like to thank our Patreon subscribers, Thomas B., Mickey A., Steve B., Swinging on the Spiral, JDW the Fourth, Douglas A., Jack O., Robert S., Woody B., Sunday S., Theo L., and Clive M. If you'd like to join our party, see us at patreon.com slash Mark Hummel. My name is Mark Hummel. Welcome to Mark Hummel's Harmonica Party. And I've got a special guest today. She is, in my book, the greatest woman blues singer on the planet today. Ooh, thank you. He said yes. that just like I paid him to say Yes, that's right. <laughs> yeah, my, my receipt will be in the mail. <laughs> Uh, this is Diana Greenleaf, and, and and are you from Humble, Texas? Is yes. that right? Well, I'm from Houston, Texas. Okay. But I do reside in Humble. Is that Texas. where you live? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yes. And uh, we've well, we met a long time ago. I want to say we met at least 10, 10 or twelve years ago. Oh yes. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I caught your set last night at the. Uh, yeah. We're in we're in Eureka, California, and we're at the Redwood Coast Music Festival. Yes. And uh, Diana just did a set that just blew the lid off the place, as far as I'm concerned. Well, thank you, thank you. So, how did you get into music in the first place? Did your parents kind of... My parents were um, in music. Right. But uh, by the time, you know, we were born, you know, what we heard from them was just from church. Mm -hmm. You know, other people had to tell us the extent of their involvement and their contributions to the music mm-hmm. industry and in the area of gospel music. But my father was a a vocal coach for young men going into gospel music. Right. I don't know how that happened or anything like that. He never had any formal training uh, as such in that. But, uh, you know, I, people liked his vocal sound and started coming to him for it. Then my mother said, you know, uh, you have so many people coming in from so such long distances. Maybe you should charge a few dollars and they can help you also. Right. So uh, his cousin was Jody Johnson. Hmm. Jody Johnson uh, managed a few uh, groups around the country. Mm-hmm. And uh, he brought him a young group to... Uh, what do you say? Uh, take the edges off, you know, mm-hmm. maybe, you know. And he became their coach. And that, that group was the Highway QCs. Wow. And they were teenagers at the yeah. time. Yeah, yeah. Um, had my father lived to, and by the way, Coco tell you, so I always tell me, you know, baby, me and your daddy have the same birthday. And she said, the same day, but not the same year. <laughs> no. <laughs> Definitely not. No, I if Daddy had lived uh, this year, September twenty eighth, he would have been one hundred and twelve years old. Wow. Mama would have been on October first of this year. She would have been one hundred and two years old. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know the Highway QCs. Uh, I mean they had stellar vocals and. Uh, Taylor Jr., Johnny Taylor, Sam Cooke were all part of that group. Wow, I did not know that. Were yeah. they on? Were they on Duke Records? You know, I I think for a while, but I'm not sure because yeah. still there's so much information coming in. Right. You know, like Coco Taylor, Katie Webster didn't tell me that they knew my father until. Uh, I know I was an adult, you know what I mean? Wow. Because he said, oh, your, your daddy didn't shine, you know, drinking and smoking. Ooh, smoking. Yeah. So you must know. have picked up a lot, I would think, just but the I, fact he was teaching. Yeah, but I didn't see them. They came They came over to visit after, right. The, right. after the fact. None of them were singing gospel at the time. Hmm. Joe Tex. Well, Joe Tex and daddy were hunting buddies. Wow. They hunted Navasola and Cold Spring and Point Blank. Yeah. Yeah, they'd sing, you know, sing around the house yeah. and everything like that. But, you know, that was normal for our household, and I didn't think anything of it. Right. Um, uh, Cecil Shaw, 
Cecil Shaw and Daddy were um, deacons at New Mount Calvary Missionary Baptist Church in Houston, Texas, and they were friends until death. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, you know, it's but he never talked about those things, but you know, other people talked about right. it. BB was the one who told me that. Dad told him maybe it would be best if he didn't try to sing gospel as a career because he would lose his voice. Interesting. Uh, if he tried to sing gospel, wow. because he cried on every song. Right. He right. said you can't you can't do that. Yeah. You know? But I now when you say cry, you mean literally cry? Literally, I mean wow. you know uh, just the pain. Like for instance, uh, I remember the time I saw them sit together. Daddy could still see them. Okay, mm-hmm. and they were singing this song. I mean, yeah, I knew this was BB King, but mm-hmm. uh, I don't know. Somehow, it was just different, you know. What I mean, then later on, you know, after Daddy died and everything like that, it was like, wow, that's BB King, you know. Yeah. What I mean, and Johnny Taylor used to come all the time and visit. Whoa! At nighttime. That's He'd heavy, dude. In the middle of the night, we'd get up and fix dinner. Right. Just like it was a normal time of day. Yeah. <laughs> and I was said, he coming home from a gig or what? You know, I don't know. Sometimes he was coming from driving. There would always be two cars up there. Uh-huh. But uh, I, one time I got mad. I said, my because mama came and said, hey, girls, get up and help me fix dinner. Uh, uh, Johnny is here to visit with your daddy. Uh-huh. And I said, how come he can't come at normal hours? How come he always <laughs> come in the middle of the night? So daddy was going down the hall and heard me. And he popped his head in the room. He said, you hush up. He come over here because he know he, there's sanctuary over here. Right. And ain't nobody going to be here harassing him. Right. <laughs> harassing <laughs> yeah, him. Yeah, he says, if, if Johnny come by here, he needs some prayer. And uh, he needs a real, real friendship. Mm-hmm. And at the end of, I mean, he would leave in daylight. Uh, and another thing is, he didn't let his his uh, men come inside the house. Interesting. You know, and Dad would say, Johnny, you can let you can let them boys in there. No, sir, no, sir. We didn't smoke or anything like that. Right. And um, when Johnny got ready to smoke, Johnny smoked. Mm-hmm. When he got ready to smoke, he'd go outside and sit on the porch. And, uh, you know. So you'd smoke on the porch? Yeah, he'd smoke yeah. on the porch. Now, do you have uh, siblings, like brothers and sisters? Mm-hmm. How many? Well, okay, here's an interesting thing. Um, you know, um, now I have one older sister and a younger brother. Right. But um, my second oldest sister... Died last year. That's right. You told me The day before my birthday. Right. You told me that. On the 5th of October. Right. Which happens to have been our grandmother's birthday. Yeah. Uh, So her, uh, how you say, uh, direct sister is still living. That's the oldest. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I say it like that because we have different mothers. Right. Daddy was married to their mama Mm -hmm. first, and then she got sick while he was away right. uh, on the road. And they called for him and he came back. And he only did, uh, according to them, he only did a few more um, engagements that mm-hmm. was already coming now, now, was he that. singing gospel? Yeah. They mm-hmm. were singing gospel out the, on the road. Right. The, the name of the group was the Spiritual Gospel Singers of Houston, Texas. Hmm. So, um, and I say it like that because I understand that when people heard that they were going to uh, stop singing, another group took that name, the Spiritual Gospel Singers, hmm. but they were from someplace else, yeah. and they weren't on Duke Peacock Records. Right, mm-hmm. okay. Now, and Duke Peacock did record a lot of gospel, I remember. Oh, yeah, there was yeah. the gospel side right. and the secular side. Right, yeah. right. I knew because that. my yeah. godfather, I.J. Gosey, uh, he... Uh, he actually did session work in both groups, but he was, uh, he and Texas Johnny Brown, which right, was his best right, friend, right. 
they were the backing band for Junior Parker. That's heavy. Mm -hmm. That's really heavy. Yeah. yeah. He's one of my favorites. Yeah. Right? And yeah. you know, Texas Johnny Brown is the one who wrote Two Steps from the Blues. Right. I've heard he, that. He actually, I met him. I met him with Sonny Rhodes yeah. one time. He actually yeah. wrote it for B.B. King to sign. To wow. Okay. But I don't know what was going on, you know, uh, as far as um, business-wise and things right. like that. And the whoever the company was that B.B. was with, they didn't take the song because Johnny didn't want to sell the whole one, the, the thing to them. Right. In other words, he wanted right. to keep his rights to the song. So he was able to do that with Roby, with Don Roby? Uh, yeah. That's well, incredible. I, I, he was able to do it. I don't know how yeah. they did it or anything like that. <laughs> Maybe at gunpoint. Well, <laughs> you know, um, uh, there's a song on my new CD I ain't playing called uh, Damned If I Do mm -hmm. uh, by Joe Metwick, who was from Houston. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, he's deceased now too, but his daughter Loretta is trying to keep his stuff alive, you know, yeah. further on uh, up the road and all that kind of Was stuff. Was that his song? Mm -hmm. Wow. So I'm, uh, the uh, point that I was trying to make is that, you know, Joe would say that, you know, hey, he's not mad at Don Rowe for putting his name on some of his songs right. or for, you know, uh, what he was paid at the time. He was paid what he asked for. Right. And, uh, you know, because, you know. You don't know what's going to be a hit. Well, literally, yeah. all of his stuff was, though. Yeah. You know? <laughs> but, it, like, he put his name on some uh, uh, Willie May stuff. Willie May Big Mama Thorne. Right, right, right. You know, and, uh, you know, it's just, some of it is so obvious. Right. You know what I mean? Because he's saying things. You just hear, you just hear he's, similarities. He's saying things that a yeah. woman would say, right. and you know, right. you know, why are you saying that? You know. Right. Now he did do a thing where he put Cole Rider on right. some things. Right. You know what I mean? Right. But uh, yeah, uh, and even though the reason that my daddy and his group left was because there was a dispute. They weren't mad at him. They weren't, you know. Roby, you mean? Yes. Yeah. You know, you know, that was like, now one thing that he did, uh, like Uncle Jim then told me this, Jim Kelly, uh, that was my, that was, see, A. Rosie's husband, A. Rosie, uh, Rosie Kelly, her name was really Rosetta, mm -hmm. uh, but that was daddy's baby sister, hmm. okay, and um she used to talk about how he would uh, like carry her everywhere on his shoulders and everything like right. that. He was only 10 or 11 years old yeah. because their mother died when he was 10. Wow. And his father died when he was two. Yeah. And so his mother told him when she was dying, now, you know, you can't be lovey boy anymore because that was his childhood nickname. You know, you have to, uh, you're going to have to grow up and really be a man. Yeah. And, you know, I will see you again, lovey. You know, because again, she was called a lovey boy. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, we're going to see each other again in heaven. You know? yeah. But you to take care of Rosie, you know what I mean? Yeah. And because uh, you know, them bigger boys, you know, they're not going to do that. They're, they're going away now. Right. You know what I mean? He had older uh, brothers and sisters. Mm -hmm. But uh, daddy was actually working. You know, like a man's job when he was 11. Wow. Mm -hmm. But he would try to, you know, uh, you know, like play with her a little while, rock her to sleep, and then sneak off and everything right. like that. And he'd get right down the road, and he said, and he will just raise his head oh, no. and screaming yeah. and everything like that. Have to turn and, around. And yeah. one time, the uh, lady that he was, he was actually doing chores around this lady's house uh, in exchange for keeping his baby sister. Rosetta. Wow. And uh, he heard the lady screaming, hollering, uh, uh, love it, love it, come back, come back, come back. You know what I mean? Uh, uh, something wrong with this girl. Well, he got there and she was just stretched out, holding her breath. You know what wow. I mean? And uh, so he, he said, now, 
Rosie, you stop that. You're not even crying no tears. And said she stopped. <laughs> said she stopped and started laughing. <laughs> she was a baby, yeah. but she, you know, she said, "Oh yeah." And she said, "I knew how to wrap him around my finger." <laughs> you know right. I mean? He wasn't leaving me with somebody. <laughs> well, I love that you found out so much history about both the music scene and your family and through other people, right? Through mm -hmm. other people, and and I love that. You know, I mean, you really are very up on everything that happened in the, in, you know. Knows it. <laughs> 40s and 50s and 60s, yeah. Uh, yeah, no, it's great. I once I that. found out a little bit, it, it sparked my curiosity right. about other things. So, right. um, and, you, and you've been in education, right? Yeah, yeah. 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 I have a master's in educational counseling. Wow. Um, and, and when you have a band, you use it all the time. That's right, <laughs> you sure do. <laughs> You're part-time psychologist, too. <laughs> So how, what did your dad think about blues? I'm just curious. Uh, you know, daddy loved music. Uh-huh. You know, my older sister uh, is a retired opera singer. Ah. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, he loved music, period, and all kinds of music. Yeah. I mean, look at the, um, the different types of music that so many of his former students went into. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, and he was... R&B and oh, yeah. soul. Yeah, I mean... A lot he, of secular music. He, yeah. I mean, he'd stick his chest out about, you know, how well B.B. was doing. Oh, like that's that. awesome. Yeah. So did he work with B.B. on his vocal at all? Yes, he stayed, he? he stayed with us a few weeks. Wow. And B.B. told me that Daddy knew he didn't have any money to pay uh -huh. for lessons, but he let him hang around and listen wow. so he could learn, and Mama kept him fed. That's heavy duty, man. Mama had a little, uh, well, she had two, actually. Yeah. Uh, he said, yeah, your mama was a businesswoman, you know, and that's the kind of woman that I knew I wanted to be around because, you know, uh, not lazy and she's motivated and damn pretty, too. <laughs> and, he probably, and he probably learned a lot, I would think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but her place yeah. was on Liberty Road, Miss Mary's. Uh, and then when she got the second location on Lyons Avenue, mm -hmm. she named the other one Miss Mary number one, and then the other one Miss Mary. Now these were two. nightclubs. No, not clubs. Oh, well, what cafes. Cafes. You could only okay. get good food there, no yeah. alcohol whatsoever. Right. Okay. Mm -hmm. So he would hang out and and eat there and <laughs> socialize <laughs> and everything else. Yeah. Yeah, he come yeah. by. But yeah. uh, it's ironic because he told me that. Uh, he knew Mama Sylvie first, Mama's mother. Mm -hmm. And she said, um, Lover, I got uh, uh, one of my daughters that I want you to meet. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And, uh, he, you know, he was still working. He had his two girls taking care of them and things like that. And um, But he said that every uh, lady that he knew of that age was always saying, you know, she wanted to meet a daughter or something, he was saying, oh, no, he was Trying to be, fix me up. Yeah, yeah, right, up. right. And uh, yeah. he said, he looked at the other two sisters, he said, well, you know, they, they good looking, you know, so mm -hmm. and so. And these girls can really cook and blah, blah, blah. But somehow he never met the youngest one. Huh. And uh, the other two sisters were married. And uh, he said, well, maybe one day, he says, but we're doing... Um, we're going to be singing down at Stevens Creek, which was 13 miles away from hmm. where my grandmother lived. And she said, oh, we're going, we're going to be down there. We'll, you know, we're going to bring our baskets and everything. Because back then, you know, you brought your baskets with all the stuff that you make. And huh. then you and someone, they bid on your baskets and pay money Interesting. if they want to sit with you. Really? Yes. And, you know, you come in with your, well, they used to do the big baskets, but in later days they did the box, which was tied up with the, with, um, uh, how you say, uh, uh, the tablecloth. Uh-huh. And then when someone buys your basket, then they get the pleasure of sitting with you. This is for a courting ritual. Ah. Okay. And then you undo the tablecloth <clears throat> and spread it out, and that's what you'll sit on and put all the food out and eat. Interesting. But. In close proximity to the uh, mother or father or mother and father. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So they could see. They kind of out of hearing 
you know, but close enough so that they can see you. And right, like right. Yeah. So your you father, did, church your, your father didn't have any kind of uh, thing against blues at all. No. Yeah. No, not at all. Now, were you singing blues when he was alive? Not professionally, just oh, at home. Okay. Just at like home. That. Okay. My one of the. And he was also a proud of Aretha Franklin. She told, right. told me about this. Right. She said that when, because she and Miss Mahalia used to stay at our house sometimes. Wow. Come because Miss Mahalia was her guardian. Wow. On the road. Wow. You, you, I never see this in any books or anything like that. But Mahalia Jackson was the guardian of Aretha Franklin while she was on the road. I had never heard that. Rita already had a baby then. Oh, maybe two. Right, right, right. Yeah. She had her baby really young, I think. I think yeah. she had two. Yeah. I think she had like two. When, in her early teens, mm -hmm. I think. Yeah. But, uh, I don't know how to say this. Uh, Daddy was, uh, he, he was the more mellow of all the brothers. Mm -hmm. He was the one who would say, all right, well, these people have a dispute with us, but let's try to sit down and talk to them. Mm -hmm. You know, let's not go over there and shoot everybody. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but everybody talked about the Greenleaf Boys, the Greenleaf Boys. Right. I mean, they were talking about, boy, y'all, and they talk who drinks water and stuff like that. Because I talked to some of these old ladies and everything. It's kind of embarrassing, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. she's talking about my daddy. You know what I mean? Right. I realized, ooh, if I could have got with that tall, good-looking man back then, <laughs> blah, 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 blah. You know, you sitting there going, gosh. You realize you're talking about my daddy? Right. You know what I mean? Um, but, you know, the same thing with mama, you know what I mean? Uh, one lady even told me, she said, ooh, I, you know, I just wanted to do something to that pretty black girl. Because uh, he had his eye on her, and I knew it. I didn't have a chance. Mm. You know what I mean? That's my model. Yeah. You know what I mean? Now I'm sitting up and getting mad because you talk about trying to do something to mama because you weren't right. giving my daddy. <laughs> right. <laughs> but it was, uh, uh, yeah, strange to hear. So what, when did you decide to start doing blues? Okay. Like professionally? It's not that I decided. Katie Webster, Teddy Cry Cry Reynolds, and mm -hmm. Papa Berry, mm -hmm. they were all trying to push me to do it. They said, somebody needs to, again, they didn't tell me that they knew uh, Dad and Mama. Right. They knew them through uh, the music. Daddy did the concerts, the gospel concerts in Houston mm -hmm. at the Houston Auditorium and at Lions Unity Missionary Baptist Church. Hmm. Uh, Lions Avenue was there in Fifth <clears throat> Ward. And um, Mama had her Miss Mary's Place number two on the same side of the street in, in Lions Avenue where um, the church was. Mm -hmm. uh, right across the street from her, Trudy Lynn's mother, you know, Trudy Lynn right. Ferguson, yeah. her mother had a beauty salon. Ah. Okay? And uh, then you go down Lines Avenue in the other direction uh, where it goes under the freeway and there's the Ralston Drug Store. Mm -hmm. And you over there you could get um, two dollars, sorry, my stomach's round. You could get a, a two dollar moon cookie. I mean, two uh, penny moon cookies. And you could get... Is that a moon pie? If not the pie, the cookie. Oh, really? I never the, heard about the that. The big face. You know I've never what I mean? Heard about Cause that that the jar, right. the top of it had to be about that big, so you mm. could you know reach in there and get that cookie, cause that right. cookie was just huge, gigantic, yeah. huge. Okay, and um, so uh, and my uncle, uh, Uncle Cobb, had a, um, and his name was Charlie. And what I'm saying is, Carpenter. Uncle, if I say it correctly, Uncle Carpenter, but we saw the Cobner, you know mm. what I mean? <laughs> right, right. But he was a uh, an actual carpenter. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, actually, he and my uh, my daddy and um, I think Uncle Sonny Man worked on it too. 
they actually built that uh, that beautiful bar that was in his in his place, you know. And I think about it now, that place wasn't so big, but when I was little and little, of course, yeah, really yeah, big, you know? looks huge, yeah. yeah. Now you know one one singer that I really hear in your voice. Besides, I hear Coco Taylor a lot in your voice, and Big Mama. I really hear a lot of Big Willie Mae Thornton in your voice. People say that. And uh, I mean, did you know her at all, or did no, you ever? I did, not. did you listen to her much? I, she came out of a gospel I background listened. as well as blues. Yeah, her her yeah. dad was a minister. She was from Alabama. I knew that. Yeah, uh -huh. but. Um, I asked Daddy about it. I didn't ever know her. Right. Uh, but people disputed me for years. They just really ticked me off because I told somebody that, yeah, um, Big Mama's son stayed with my mom and daddy for, mm -hmm. you know, a couple of months. Really? And they were going, oh, Big Mama Thornton didn't have any children. You know, she was a, a lesbian or whatever. Said, no, I've heard that she had kids. She did, yeah. yeah. And yeah. well, just recently, yeah, I've heard that. Just recently, uh, a radio uh, DJ came to me at the Blues Music Awards mm -hmm. and said, "Diana, you were right. Uh, Big Mama Thornton had uh, children, two boys." Mm -hmm. And I said, "But I don't know their name or anything like that," <clears> you know. And he said, well, uh, and Teeny Tucker also told me that, that someone had um, contacted him and said, you know, uh, I stood right in this girl's face and told her that that I didn't think she knew what she was talking about and she was a liar. I remember the man. I don't remember his name either. You know what I mean? And I said, wait on time. I didn't, you know, because I didn't have time to be arguing with him or anything right. like that. I just, and I didn't cuss him back. I just said, you, you know, you wait on time. Yeah. But uh, they moved here to California. Did Were they from back in Alabama? That's right. That's right. And Daddy said that she and her band loaded up and uh, went to Alabama one night after a show. And they got it because she said that she didn't want him growing up. In, in the South? Well, in the conditions, in the same city where the man was that had raped her. Oh, really? That was from a rape? When she was wow. when she was a child. Yeah. I and, had heard that, I think. And yeah. that her and her daddy, being a preacher, they even couldn't do nothing about it. And they That's had incredible. to had to see that man every day. God and almighty. not um not do anything. That's incredible. That is why her brother, when he moved to away to come to Houston, he brought her with him. Mm. And I said, Daddy, what was his name? He said, I don't know what his real name. We called him Hawk. And that was her brother? Her or the, brother. Her brother. Her okay. brother. Huh. And I said, Hawk, I'm trying to get a, a spelling on it so I could try to look it up and everything. This was way back then, you know what I mean? I wasn't singing uh, blues then. I didn't right. start actually singing publicly until uh, Daddy was already... Uh, he was already deceased. Mm -hmm. And your what year? What year he died? Yeah. 87. 87. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So uh, he died in April of 1987. And, um, you know, Mama basically like shut down because he mm -hmm. died just she retired. They had their fishing uh, chairs with their names carved in it. Mm -hmm. They were going to have all these big plans. Yeah. Wow. And uh, he had a massive stroke. We were talking about Big Mama. We also talked about your, your dad when he passed. And um, <clears throat> I'm just curious, like, uh, you said you didn't know her, but you seemed to have an interest in her. I had an interest in all those folks that they yeah. had something uh, that was supposed to be their friends and everything like that. Because um, it was my aunt who told me, said, yeah, the night that, I remember that night that uh, that Johnny, you know, uh, died over there at the theater. You talk about Johnny I said, Ace? I said, yeah. well, who? I've always been curious about jo that. And they said, you know, people tried to accuse her. Right, I'd but, heard that too. But she yeah. did not kill him. Right. He really was playing Russian roulette. Right. And um, 
she said, uh, it hurt her so bad. She said, you know, they used to go together. Oh, really? That's what I said. Yeah. Uh, really? You know, because I heard she was... I heard Big Walter Horton and her dated for a while. I well, don't know if that's true, I don't, but I, I don't, did hear that. I yeah. don't know about that, but yeah. but she was the girl. They were girlfriend and boyfriend. Wow. Uh, and when they broke up, they didn't break up, you know, fighting and going on like that. But his new girlfriend, uh, I, th I think, uh, I think Mama Dada said her name was Octavia. I think it was Octavia. But in other words, she thought that Octavia was good for him. Mm -hmm. Okay, you know what I mean? Because there was another girl he was dating, he said, if if you she said told him, if you bring that uh uh club rat or something like that around here. Talk about Johnny Ace? Yeah, wow. she told she's this this is not a, a good a good girl for you. And if you bring yeah. that that uh, clip rat around here and everything like that, she's going to get something cut off of her. <laughs> Jeez. Mm -hmm. so, you, know, you know, the other thing is I just remembered I met, uh, I met uh, 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 Big Mama's sister one time is there, who, was, who was kind of babysitting Percy Mayfield at the time. Uh -huh. And she was wonderful. She was a really yeah. nice lady. Uh -huh. And and she was kind of trying to keep him from drinking, which was not an easy oh, well, easy thing with yeah. Percy Mayfield. Yeah. Yeah, Daddy told me that that uh, uh, Willie May got drunk one evening and was had a foot chest out and was burning her music that she had written in a barrel. Oh my And they God. called her him over there. And he went over there and said, Willie Mae, what you doing? Put, you know, it, it, she said, ain't no sense in me uh, having these here so somebody else can get them and yeah. make all the money off of them. Yeah. Uh, you know, so frustrated, uh -huh. yeah. 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 And uh, he convinced her to stop, you know what I mean? Yeah. But he said he, she was just using, you know, and she, he said she'd write on anything. Yeah. You know what I mean? That is so, that, that's heartbreaking stuff to hear. Yeah, yeah. I heard a great interview with her one time. Uh, I think it was her and Chris Schrockwitz did this interview that was just, it was, it was really, a, it was kind of hard to listen to because it was so, she was so, you know, real about her feelings. Mm -hmm. You know, and she was talking about how, you know, people don't know me and how come people don't know me and I, I've done all this stuff and, I get no recognition for it, and it's 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 hard to hear that of someone that was as great as she was, you know. Yeah. Because she was really. I mean, the other the other person well, I, wanted, I can feel though, with some of that. Yeah, you can really feel it when you uh, hear that. I haven't heard that that uh, interview. If you, I'll see if I can find it. Was, yeah. I was gonna say, I yeah, it's, it. it's a Chris Strockwitz interview. I want to say it's about 1968. She had already, I think, had Janis Joplin record "Ball and Chain" by mm -hmm. that time. You know, the whole thing with Elvis and the Lieber and Stoller and all yeah. that. You know, that's that's not a good story. <clears throat> oh, no. 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 I know. And um, I think Elvis meant well, but I don't think those guys yeah. did. Well, it, frankly. It, well, yeah. And, you know, yeah. I know there's certain things that I really can't say. Yeah. Um, I, you know, just from some months ago, they asked me to sing Hound Dog at the Apollo Theater, uh, you know, as part of the tribute. Mm -hmm. And it was his birthday. Elvis's? No. Uh, oh, Stoller's? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And um, he was there. He was, you know, he's an elderly man. He was all nice and everything. Yeah. But, you know, it's just that. It's, it's a bummer and, when you know the backstory. Right. And yeah. it, I'll just say, you know, it hurt. I did sing it, and I wanted to do justice, and I said, uh, I'm singing this song in tribute to the artistry right. of the go. woman that go. the world knows right. as Big Mama. Right. And I'm talking about Willie Mae Big Mama Thornton. Right. So I had to make that statement myself. Yeah, good for you. And yeah. Before I could, <clears throat> yeah. you know, and he was, you know, came up and tell me how, how much he enjoyed it and the sound and stuff right. like that. But she was done an injustice. Right. You sure I mean? was. 
So um, yeah. she should have at least been given contributing, contributing. Right, some rights. kind of some kind of money for her performance. Contributing rights. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. So even if they won't say she didn't write the whole thing or something like that. Right. But uh, you know things happen. You yeah, know? the um, music business is not in a pretty industry. No. When it comes right down to it, no. I mean, like I say, you know, somebody like you. To me, I mean, you know, you should be on every blues festival on the planet. Well, thank you. With thank your you. talent. I mean, you really deserve it. And uh, You know, I've sang for the Queen of England. I've sang for wow. other royalty. That's you know amazing. I mean? yeah. That are still alive, that you yeah. know of today. Yeah. Um, and I love and, your story about Queen Elizabeth and, oh, and Margaret. That was a great story. Yeah, well, yeah. It was true. It was true. Yeah. Yeah, and I was just story. like, it, you know, even though it was real life, when I was watching it, it was just like it was a, uh, I don't know, like a movie. At the like movie. a film. Yeah, right. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'll have to, is that on YouTube? I think, video? I think it is. Yeah, I think it is. Look it up. That's why I ask everybody to please uh, look up. But they played it for me, though, um, mm -hmm. the uh, English people. Um, That's awesome. It's part of their historical archives. Yeah. Yeah. Now, you knew uh, uh, Coco Taylor pretty well, too, right? Yes. Yeah. And I was uh, I was thinking about just like, you know, I didn't sleep at all last night. You know, but um, the mood, the reel of things was playing back in my mind, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? And I was just sitting there, you know, letting the movie play in my mind and stuff like that. But, you know... Um, when Coco came to see me after Ursula died, my younger sister, mm -hmm. in 2005, that's right after I won the competition, um, she came and I was in bed and the kids said, hey, Diana, there's a lady here to see you. And I said, please, y'all, I told you I don't want to see anybody. And um, I heard a voice say, well, you're going to see me. <laughs> and I, you know... You know, I, I looked up and it was like, you know, like kind of looking toward that window of light. Right. And I said, Coco? And she said, yes. I said, how'd you get here? She said, well, I didn't walk. I took the airplane. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I just that's awesome. started crying, you know. Yeah, that's awesome. And uh, there was a gentleman with her and I that is what my, I, I can't get together. Uh, there was a gentleman with her. She said he made the arrangements for her. He told her he wanted to come. She, she wanted to come down and see about me. And she said she told the uh, the people. Uh, did she say at Monterey that if she had, if they had a schedule for anything on that day to cancel it because she decided she was gonna go to the Handy Awards. Wow. Well, they weren't called the Handy Awards, they were called mm. the Blues Music Awards. Right, right. But she said, I'm gonna go to the Handy Awards, and my sister, uh, Vi, is coming with me, and we're gonna sit with you at your table where wow. your sister was supposed to sit. Yeah. Cause I informed the Blues Foundation that I wasn't gonna be able to come. Cause yeah. they had the new artists, right. the new winners of the competition, Sing outside the this doors. This is the IBCs. Yeah. 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 Sing outside the doors of the Blues Music Award to welcome everybody in. Uh huh. Okay. And um, the one thing I messed up with is she told me before she said, now, the power color is red. Get your power back. The yeah. power color is red. I was so out of my head and everything like that. I didn't wear red. I forgot. Hmm. Okay. I wanted to wear one outfit to go ahead and perform in, then change clothes and go in and sit down and eat because I wanted to freshen up. Mm -hmm. And um, and I did, but still, I didn't wear <clears throat> red. But as I was singing, I saw the the crowds parting like wow. this, you know, like the Red Sea. Yeah. <laughs> and here come Coco. In red. In red. <laughs> a dress, a beautiful dress all the yeah. way down to the floor. Yeah. And she was stepping yeah. and coming, you know what I mean? And and pointing at me. You know what I mean? That's great. And That's beautiful. 
And then I started crying. No. Yeah, I bet. And yeah. John said, no, D, no, uh-uh-uh. Because if anybody <laughs> can, knows me, they can tell you that I don't have a pretty cry. Right. <laughs> and when I really but you get, got a real cry. Uh, it is loud, too. Yeah, like right. <laughs> Well, you know, I think I think I think audiences love to see performers be uh, themselves, and and if they get emotional, let it out. Well, you know? she was and cooking was there with her and everything like. But mm -hmm. when she came to visit me in Houston that day, right? She told me she said, uh, "You know, I do things on my own." She said, "Cookie don't know nothing about this. Bruce don't know nothing about this. Right. This is my business." That's awesome. <laughs> and, yeah. And uh, so I was going to ask him. You know, every time I see him, I think about ask him if he knew about that. You right, know what I mean? Right, so, yeah. But I don't do it because it's not like she could get in trouble or right. anything like that, but I just don't do it. You know what I mean? And, um, but she was coming, like I said, marching. I don't even remember what I was singing, but she said, sing! And uh, <laughs> so... And then That's a hell of an singing. endorsement. Yeah, and people yeah. were just taking pictures over. Click, 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 click. She came all the way up to the stage right. and and ran me by the hand and we shook. And she said, sang. And then I was, That's beautiful. all right, yeah. I sang. Yeah. And that night at the table, it was uh, me, Coco, and Marsha Ball. Wow. We sat together and yeah. I, you know, mm -hmm. her sister. And she had someone stand behind us to make sure that we can eat and nobody disturb us. Right. And then she say, all right, girls, is everybody through? <laughs> right. And I said, yeah. She said, well, she said, uh, I know you through. You didn't hardly eat nothing. She said, uh, I'm going to have to tell them to go out and get us some chicken or something because you're going to be hungry later. Right. <laughs> but anyway, we ate and, uh, you know, she said, all right, get ready because because when these these boys here sit down, because them standing right behind us, so nobody could come and reach in. People did try to come and reach in. Yeah. What I mean, said. Right. <laughs> I just want to talk. You see, she's eating. You know what I mean? Yeah. So anyway, she said, "Yeah." She said, "Some of these people are hitting." It hit me and look, try to love on me so hard that I almost knocked my wig off. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so we were laughing. She said, "All right, now get them, get them little crumbs." We were doing like this, me, right. me and Coco and and Vine. We were yeah. doing like this. Marshall Ball looked at me and said, "Bitch." I said, "What you say?" She said, "Y'all wiping like this," and I'm like, "Wiping like this." <laughs> and we laughed so hard. That's we great. laughed so hard. Yeah. But um. Yeah, it was, it was, and you know, in April before she died, uh, in June, she flew me down to Chicago because she said you want to talk to me about some business. She said, "Did you know that?" Uh, and and Coco loved to read too. Yeah. She had a lot of books there. She read. She said, "Did Did you know that Buddy Guy had passed the torch to BB here in Chicago?" I said, "No, I didn't." She said, well, they did that, but, you know, I think that Queen should have an actual coordination. You know, she said, do you know that in history, she said, now you read what I'm telling you. If the Queen don't pass it, the torch to whoever she wants to, then when she goes away, they give it to whoever they want to give it to. Right. And that might not be the plan. And I'm still saying, yes, well, I guess that does happen. She said, well, I contacted some other girls, and uh, I plan to have a coordination at the House of Blues here in Chicago. I said, oh, really? Still, you know, like. Yeah. <clears throat> she said, yeah. She said, uh, I'm going to have a coordination. I'm going to uh, tell them. Now, nah, not, not right now, I'm not. Uh, 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 passing on, but when I retire, I yeah. wanted to know who I wanted to go to. I said, I think that's good. She says, there's so-and-so and so-and-so. They would like to have it, but they're not ready. And then there's so-and-so. She said, I would have loved to have seen Valerie still be. Yeah, yeah. I said. Valerie well, Wellington, yeah. She, yeah. She said, and I swore that I wasn't going to be trying to get out here and, uh, 
uh, be mentoring and teaching nobody else after Valerie died because that hurt me so bad. Yeah. And I said, I'm really not that familiar with her. And then she Huge got, voice. She got up, yep. went and got the CD, and she said, here, you keep this. This is one of hers. Mm -hmm. And um, she said, I got more of them. Yeah. I said, okay, thank you. And so she said, um, Cookie, uh, uh, get that list right there and uh, get that girl on the phone because she's near here. We're going to have a person-to-person -person meeting here with Dayun. She never called me Dayuna. She always called me Dayun. Hmm. Uh, and like Pine Top, Pine Top always called me Dayuni. <laughs> Dayuni. <laughs> That's great. Hey, speaking of albums, I wanted to ask you about the uh, the, the newest album is on Little Village. Is Little that right? Village, Little Village, and that's Jim Pugh's uh, it is. Uh, nonprofit. And uh, and I noticed you did one of uh, Dietra's songs on it. Yes, Dietra Farr's songs. Yes, I did, and I yeah. wanted people to know it. That's why I said. And I love that you you <laughs> announced that last night. Yes, yes. yeah. This is a song by my friend Dietra Farr. Yeah, and uh, she's another awesome mm -hmm. singer. Yeah, I said that. Yeah. And uh, I want to do this song for you because this speaks to what many of us uh, feel or have gone through as women in the industry. Yeah. You know. Yeah. There's something about, for some reason, I mean, you know. I think I even said black women. In this well, industry. I was gonna, definitely black women in the industry. And for that matter, I think all women seem to have a real. They kind of have that thing that's going like pushing them down. This is a man's. Not giving this is a, a man's industry. It is. That's why. And it's weird because to me, blues really started with women it did. singers. It did. It started with women singers. The very first blues was that's a right. woman singer giving young yeah. men a chance to showcase themselves. Right. And and build their, their names. That's, that's right. That's right. But Louis see, Armstrong. Now, see, you know your history. Well, you know. I do. I know a lot about so this history. So that's. Yeah. You know, yeah, what was the? I'm, I'm trying to remember the name of the very first woman singer. Um, was it that was recorded? Yeah, that was recorded. Uh, you know, I'm, I want to say Sugar something or. Uh, I and I should know that, but yeah, you know, I'm I'm in a morning fog that I didn't right. know sleep <laughs> last night. Uh, yeah, right. But I and it wasn't Bessie Smith. No, no, it was no, it was, a, it was a more obscure gal. Yeah, but also uh, I think maybe was one of the first to be Mamie Smith. Uh -huh, yeah, to be uh, yeah uh, recorded. I'm gonna look it up. Yeah, look it up. You know what I mean? Because people a, have told I'm a me, cheater. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, my little ten year old uh, great nephew told me, uh, Andy, that unit if you uh get in the spot and you can't remember something what are you supposed to do i said google it that's said, right <laughs> said, you got that now you learned it <laughs> yeah and i still I think you know i think it on. was mamie smith it may have yes been. it was mm -hmm. yeah okay. mamie smith was the very first one okay and it's uh what was the song what is the name know? of the song it says right here uh crazy blues okay yeah, so okay. it was mamie smith okay yeah but I mean, you know, the the fact that <laughs> blues started with women singers, black women singers, mm -hmm. and at the same time, you know, it's it's a real it's a real shortage. I mean, when you look at recordings lately and, yeah. and blues festivals, you know, it's just uh, it's and, and I mean, like I say, it, it's so rare for me to find people like you or Dietra that really deliver the goods. You know, and things, you know, Dietrich and I talked about this. Yeah. Uh, not, I mean, not more than a week and a half ago, that one of the tactics that's used, you know, by certain people who uh, uh, want to keep us or hold us back is to the rumor mill. Yeah. You know, start a little right. rumor over here, right. you know, right. and then pass it on to someone else that is in charge of some, you know, right. and, and keep right. that going yeah. to keep us out. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And um, she said she doesn't know why uh, people haven't gotten hip to that after all these centuries. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I told her that's one of the tactics that's used 
in in uh, any other uh, industry also for you know the, to put that little mistrust in there. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then if you in conversation with another person and they're looking for something anyway and you say, well, good afternoon. She said, good afternoon and this morning. There must be something to that. <laughs> I mean, so, you know, we're, we're down there in Texas and basically, you know, we're users away. But I have been attributing conversations in places where I wasn't even present. Right. <laughs> because someone thought I was there. Right. Or right. going to be there. Yeah. Okay. But no, baby. You know, I've shown people themselves to be a liar. Yeah. Person to person. Yeah. Because that's how I like to do it. Person to person. Right. You know what I mean? So, I was, when did you talk to me? What, what day was that? Oh, really? Well, all these people right here know that I wasn't even there. Right. You know. Well, I know you're here today, and I want to thank you again for for doing this. Because this you're, was a you're, you're, you're somebody that's really fun to talk to. I love because you're 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 like me as far as you know. You like to find out. Yeah. You know history. Yeah. yeah exactly. And, and a lot of people don't give a damn about history. No. Nope, and it's don't. real sad. And that's very yeah. sad because yeah. if they would just look at back at our history, yeah. we wouldn't repeat some of the exactly some of the. Hurtful, yeah, stupid, yeah, inhumane, and and it needs to be brought out there. It has to be brought out. Things there. that yeah. happen in life. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, I don't. I'm I'm trying not to get political at all, but I'm looking, <laughs> I'm looking to at some things that seem to follow a pattern. Yes, they do. That led us into the Holocaust. Right. Oh, yeah. Okay. Absolutely. And you look at things yeah. around you say, oh, that yeah. can't happen again. Yeah, the, the, the techniques that they're using. That's right. Yeah. If yeah. it happened once... It's going it to happen can, again. Well, we won't yeah. say it is, but yeah, it but can. It can. There yeah. is a strong yeah. possibility of those things. Right. Even though we feel ourselves to be so much more developed and so on and so forth. Right. No, no. Well, I, I got to run to a sound check right now because we're at this festival. But thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Love you, Diana. I, I have you're, a wonderful really time a wonder, last You're a wonderful night, person. You know? and, oh, uh, please. We, you know, just trying to be me. Yeah. So, I can't, well, uh, so go out and buy yourself Diana's new CD, please. What's I it called playing. again? I ain't playing. I ain't playing. <laughs> She's not playing. Leave that. <laughs>